Hello, everybody, and welcome back to Final Show Films. I'm Sen, your executive producer here, and I want to thank you all for tuning in. Particularly, uh, I want to thank all of our supporters on Patreon, uh, and uh, especially our $25 tier supporters on Patreon, uh, who are Jeremy and Alexander, Samantha Bates, Catwater Flame, and L. without whom we wouldn't be able to do nearly as much of the things that we do now. So, uh, thank you all for your support, uh, and if you're watching live on Twitch, uh, please sit back, relax, and enjoy. Uh, welcome back to Stardust RPG on Trails of Stardust. Uh, I am William Orchani, and I am your game master for this fifth edition uh, science fantasy campaign. And joining me today, we have Sen. I'm Sen, and I'm playing Coltarn, the orc artificer slash gadgeteer, master maker slash master maker. And Jeremy. Hi, I'm Jeremy, and I'm playing uh, uh, Kendall Fairchild, who is a uh, warlock whose daddy just got here. Yep. And Jack, the elder. Hey, everybody. It's me. I'm playing Till Wayland. He's an avian way of the Iron Path monk whose greatest fear has arrived. Uh, and Holly? Hi, I'm Holly. I'm playing Mistel and Varn Rogue, and I'm going to be a little lost for a few minutes. Uh, and Craig? Hey, folks. I'm playing Just Us, an ethereal Swarmkeeper Ranger slash Light Domain Cleric. Uh, and Jack the Second. Hi, I'm Jack the Second, and I'm playing Surprise, an ethereal. Uh, Sorcerer. Uh, and as always, Black Lives Matter, trans rights are human rights, eat the rich. Uh, I'm sure there's something else I could be adding right now. This stream is powered, powered by, by Sirenscape. Sirenscape. Yes, this, <laughs> I was going to do that one last, but I wasn't sure if there's anything else to add. Not if that's the last one. Eh. Well, in any case, this stream is indeed powered by Sirenscape. I mean... We could always add, don't elect people that have been indicted on multiple counts of illegal activities. <laughs> I said it on Monday, and I'll say it again. One more, and he gets a stake set. <laughs> He's up to four now. It's three or four now, isn't he? Yep. Buy four. Get the fifth one free. Uh oh I have one. Uh support your striking uh union people. Yes, Hell yes. because uh-huh. uh having try ha- ha- uh, being actively in the process of getting my foot into the door of the entertainment industry, um it sucks. Uh <laughs> and can always be improved. Here here. I said that look up what scabbing means before you accuse someone online of being a scab. That too. Yeah. I am completely unaware of any real world context of that term, so I wouldn't know the first thing out of it. It's when you take a job. Scabbing that... is crossing the line. Yeah. 
take, uh, taking taking a job been, from some, there's yeah. been an absolute mountain of not understanding what the fuck a scab is during this whether it's they appeared at a convention there that they were previously contracted for and didn't talk about any struck work yeah, they're take, scabbing yeah they're take, a take, critic taking reviewing a, a film. Who was striking. Yeah. 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 Take, right. take. They're a critic reviewing a film. They're scabbing. Um, like it's it, it it's wild. Yeah. Actively taking a job from someone who is in the middle of a union strike is yes. scabbing. Nothing yeah, else. They're driving a sharp object into someone else. They're scabbing. No, you have a fundamental miscomprehension of pronunciation the issue there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Pollen right. crustaceans out of the Chesapeake Bay and pot. Nope, that's that's crabbing. There you go. <laughs> this ain't you, scab you got scabbed suck and or screw you went them. crabbing, and now you have wounds that are slowly healing. Yes, you are scabbing, yes. but not in the bad way. <laughs> if you're binging, I mean, if you're binging food with a YouTube uh, personality, you're not scabbing; you're babishing. <laughs> Or if you're sitting on that one, you're stretching or reaching. <laughs> really, it was just rhyming, honestly, is the thing you can most accurately describe that to be. This, this episode of, of Stardust is just going to be the Dust Knights playing party games. <laughs> I mean, I'm not going to lie. The explodes. <laughs> that would you make a really... That would make a really goddamn good episode, right? Or session. <laughs> the Dust Knights play Jackbox. <laughs> we're on. The, we are on the way, like in our ship somewhere. Right. Like Kendall's, like, hey, I've got a subscription to a thing. I've got games want to play, and we just spend the entire time doing that. I mean, I would love to. I would love to play Coltarn doing like the yes. the presentation right. games, like the invention things, like. <laughs> That's where right, it's, so it, it's amazing because you're doing it in character. Yeah. I'm sad we never played poker when I was still bees. <laughs> It'd be like, have a pair of twos. Uh, anyways, <laughs> we get, that's okay because at three, some point we have three little pictures of a man stabbing himself in the head and two <laughs> pictures of a lady. Do we win? <laughs> that's okay because at some point. We can play poker with Sal. <laughs> oh yeah. Oh, uh, what what do you call this game again? I have never heard of it before. <laughs> Anyways, Kendall's dad is here. So yes, uh -huh. when, last, when last we left our heroes, uh, the uh, the group of them, having more further investigated the uh, the second ship in this in this line. Uh, discovered a number of things after dealing with an endless swarming horde of undead, uh, the lead of which seeming to have dropped some form of magic ring, uh, the uh, which Kendall immediately grabbed and put on. Uh, uh -huh. Yeah, they did. Look, someone was going to do not? it. Uh, it was necessary. It was then it was then revealed to be a ring of undeath, a magic item that connects an individual to a source of necromantic energy, uh, allowing it control over the variety of undead animated by that source, but also causing that source to detonate if the user gets too far as a sort of magical kill switch, or if they die. 
if they're if they aren't undead yet. Uh, the group uh, has been trying to figure out a variety of possible plans to get out of the situation without ending in everything going boom. Uh, but uh, the best one so far, according to them, that they have come up with uh, is I like to... the way you put that. Attempt so much, a so attempt a maneuver known as an Emir's Gambit, which is to try and stunt the reactor, the necromantic reactor, into Genunga Gap, the void between all reality, uh, and let it detonate there, where it probably won't hurt anyone. Look, we uh, like probably critical. What if we warp just the reactor and out of the ship? Mm, yeah, brilliant. Uh, the issue here being that the, you will need a good functioning uh, uh, um, jump drive. Stardust drive. Yeah, you'll, you'll need a, you'll need a functioning jump drive, not just a stardust drive, a jump drive specifically, uh -huh. uh, in order to uh, try and make this happen. And the one on this ship has been damaged beyond repair. Uh, so, uh, Kendall, not seeing a whole lot of options put a call out to their father to ask if he could get his hands on a jump drive and get here quickly. The only other option being on the table being to scavenge the jump drive from the Golnaj Volkir. Uh, I'm sad that none of you are watching the stream so you can't see what I've done. <laughs> to be fair, there was one other option who was Colt Tarn's dead, but that would have been longer. Well, the other yes, that would have taken a longer trip. Hours from our ship. <laughs> That's what, that's what I said. That's what I said I was the other option. Uh, but uh, really, as the, uh, <laughs> after the after the statement has been after the request was put out, uh, um, the uh, a little bit of time passed as people started to sort of try and get everything put in order to try and make this operation functional. Uh, and it was about at that point that, as most of them were standing in front of the reactor trying to ponder what the hell they were going to do about it, uh, the voice of Helias Fairchild, uh, called out from behind saying, And would somebody like to fill me in on just what's been going on? Ah, yes. And, and I just turn around and hug daddy. <laughs> Hello, dear. Uh, Hi, dad. I don't think we've actually been properly introduced. Uh, Colton Starbreaker. I'll hold out a handshake. Yes. You must Hell visibly the... flinches. You must be the child of old Starbreaker, he says, as his hand extends out far longer than his arm looks like it should be to in order to reach out and shake your hand. Yes, absolutely. Mr. Wolf. Pleasure. Mr. Wolf fly over and sit on till. Uh, so, what's going on? Well, we've been we've been contracted to investigate and clear out the three floating wrecks that are in this area. I'm sure you noticed on your way in, uh, and it we did. discovered that they are seem to be some sort of uh, gambit uh, series of traps set forth by uh, the pirate, the undead pirate queen Nix. Uh, in this particular case, 
gesturing towards Kendall. There's a device that is repelled that has been used to repel the undead aboard this particular ship on Kendall's hand. Unfortunately, taking it off of Kendall risks making everything worse. So, in an effort to bypass that, the I wouldn't say most effective, but best current option, at least, uh, that we have is to uh, rig a uh, void jump targeting very specifically the uh, necronically overridden reactor in the room behind us, uh, shunting it into Kanunga Gap and removing it as the power source from the ring on Kindle's finger, safely disarming this trap and keeping her from dying or from things getting worse. On the plus side, it's, like, really pretty. Though it is. And a frightfully effective trap. Hmm. Yes. So... And Celia sort of just looks down at the ring, and you see, like, his eyes uh, are just a solid sheet of green. There is no pupil or anything that really indicates what he's looking at, aside from just right. the general direction of his eyes. Like a uh, normal person. <laughs> um, but somehow you are quite aware as his gaze sort of sweeps across from the ring to Till and then across the rest of the room. Yes. This does seem to be the kind of thing that would need to be dealt with immediately. Yes. Very well. Unfortunately, well, let us jump drive on arrange board this, shall we? It's been a Kendall, long by time. Kendall, by the way, actively feels like she has lost about three years and about 20 IQ points <laughs> at this point. <laughs> Well, let's get to work, shall we? He Call. says as he sort of pats pats Kendall on the shoulder. It's been a long time since I got my hands dirty with this kind of work. Well, I'm sure you're aware of the procedure, but I'll go over with it. I'll go over it with you just so we're all on the same page, and I'll start explaining to him what we're what the plan is, like on a technical detail. Uh, as Coltarn continues to be the person who doesn't know what everyone's afraid of. Uh, <laughs> no, he's a perfectly nice, pleasant, polite person. <laughs> Till's, Till's role earlier was to cover up how Till is feeling, was that correct? Oh, just to see if he could manage to not flinch, honestly. Hmm? I know. Till I looks like Till is Till is roughly the uh, the deployment of a cinder block at this point in his level of expression. Currently, Mistel's on Till's shoulder, just little arms crossed, kind of protectively, like a tiny little bouncer. <laughs> Not that she would actually do much. Amazing, keeping all keeping <laughs> all the flies from buzzing into his ear. Uh, yes, yeah, always. And Justice has walked over and is standing in front of Till, or at least between Till and Halias. 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 It's like Elias, but ha! <laughs> the prize doesn't feel the need to insert themselves into this uh, maneuver, so they just sort of sidle up to Till and say, 
So, um, busy day, huh? Yes, rather. Elias, uh, with one hand, sort of lugs up this this jump drive, which is the size of a small car. Right. Mm. He sort of lifts it with one hand. Yep. He sort of drags it up. All right. Shall we position this? I understand you'll need to probably get it near the reactor in order to perform this level of jump accurately without taking the rest of the ship with it. Precisely, yes. I also understand, if I'm not mistaken, through that door is quite a bit of innate necromantic radiation. Indeed. I have the potential for creating a shield, but getting it into position is a little tricky. Hey, before we start, do we have any idea what our chances of stuff happening might be? Like, uh, what 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 are the odds we're looking at that? Uh, of course, we're gonna succeed. But what are the odds we're looking at that we all get stuck in say, Gununga Gap? It's when we succeed. Like um, a zero percent chance that we'll get stuck in Gununga Gap if we succeed. If we fail, there's something close to like a one percent chance that we get shunted in Gununga Gap. It has to, there has to be several steps of failure between us and Gununga Gap at the moment. I'm sure it'll be fine. This well. is in comparison to a 1 in 10 chance, roughly, uh, for drastic and disastrous destabilization if we attempted to remove the curse, correct? Yes. Uh, so Indeed. Effective somewhere below, somewhere around or below 1% chance of catastrophic failure for this about a 10% chance of catastrophic failure uh, for just removing the curse. Have have they had time, because I know we contacted our contacts, um, as one does to contacts, I guess, but um, and, <laughs> and, and gave them uh, a notice that they needed to um, have everybody fall back to a minimum safe distance. But I think they told us a certain amount of time, and I don't think that time has passed. Is that correct? Am I remembering that correctly? Uh, they didn't. They they said that should that fortunately emergency uh, protocols are in place, and they should be getting that done within an hour. Uh, and it's been about that long. Okay. All right. Fair. Um, and so Halaya sort of steps up to the door to the reactor and sort of leans an ear against it as if listening to whatever's on the other side. Yes. Hmm. Quite a maelstrom going on in there. Yes, that might be a little dangerous for just about anybody. Tell me, what form of uh, protections did you think that you were going to be able to put up? I can generate Young Starbreaker. I can generate a geodesic shield that prevents hostile energies from passing through it. It's just a stationary shield that has a limited range. Hmm. I think I could perhaps uh, augment that and make it a little bit more efficient. Should buy us enough time to uh, perform the necessary modifications. I will uh, just sort of like unclip the generator for the ship for the bubble shield and just hold it up to him. 
picks it up, looks at it. You see, it, it, it looks like it fits in your hand, but it looks like tiny as it sort of sits yeah. between two fingers for him. Uh, the, the weird, like, superposition perspective, like, but he sort of looks at it. Yes. My, this should do nicely. My initial thought had been to teleport in 15 feet and then activate, but if you can expand it, then... I think I can do slightly better than that. Uh, Helias sort of holds the thing out into, yes. like, plants it into the center of his palm. Also, really quickly, is anyone else having a weird problem with their character sheet? Define a weird problem. Uh, I opened it up, and I'm getting a Roll20 loading icon, and then a list of, like, blue hyperlinks for my character sheet, bio, and info at, like, all my tabs. Uh, nope, mine looks normal. And then, yeah, mine's fine. Your character sheet looks normal to me. <laughs> I, uh, I, get that, I get that occasionally when my connection is bad. Great. Uh, let me swap. Just not mine. Browser. I will say that today... Roll twenty has been de dealing with a, a DDoS attack, um, so they have had some weirdness. But at least they're up, unlike other times this week. Right. I <laughs> uh, no, my 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 sheet is fine. I'm just trying to try a different browser, because yeah, they also I I put it a support I put it a help test ticket regarding the um, Marvel game, and uh, they they sent me an email back saying, oh, we've implemented a fix that should it should, it should resolve this. Just log off and log back in, and I did, and it didn't fix it. Uh, that so... was the problem. Is you so the issue that you had was a legitimate issue, yeah. And then between the time they pushed that fix, and probably when you logged in. The DDoS attack atta happened, and as for now, they they they've they've had to disable the the main compendium. Nice. All but right. well, they're working on it. It's now uh, my character is now working. I switched to a different browser. So, so uh, Helias sort of holds the bubble shield in his hand and looks at it for a second. Yes, we just need to bend the functionality here a little bit uh, as he sort of all of his fingers sort of steeple around it from angles that a human hand or any really humanoid hand generally should not angle from uh, <clears throat> totally normal uh, and he sort of with one finger sort of flicks the bubble shield and the entire projector itself seems to stretch like a rubber band uh as he uh, flicks it on and shoves the, the reactor door open, and he just sort of flicks the the extended end of the bubble shield out towards the center of the room, and it sort of stretches as if on cartoon physics, and then the shield around it begins to extend from the surface of the, of the projector and forms essentially a column uh, between the door and the center of this reactor uh which uh as you look inside you see in place of what would be a normal like ship scale stardust reactor uh which is like a big boxy kind of uh enclosed um uh uh fusion device essentially 
that operates on Stardust. Um, this uh, this device appears to be a uh, a weird combination of reactor and ritual site. In that there's like a there's like a central case for containing outpouring energy, and around it are an arrangement of skulls uh, that have been placed in sort of a ritual circle formation. Uh, uh, between each of them is uh, like a line of ancient looking like well dried blood, uh, and uh, the the platform the reactor has been set upon appears to be uh, covered in some kind of flesh uh probably the hide of a large creature uh and uh sort of spinning openly in the air around this enclosure is like a singular ball of green glowing energy that is sort of encased almost like a dyson sphere with a pair of spinning rings um that seems to be like rotating around the center of this of this reactor core uh Patil's analysis, any of those aspects you described, do they look like later editions or are any of them ed- ed- original? Like, did any of those come with the ship or is that all ingredients? None of this, seem, none of this seems by... original okay. to the ship. Yeah. Gotcha, gotcha. Then when I signed up for the leather package, this was not what I had in mind. I mean, Till's got a cloaca. He's a bird person. Mm-hmm. You can still appreciate leather, even with a cloaca. I was more referring to package, but okay, sure. Um, Pretty. This takes a while, right? Probably. I mean, the uh, kind of engineering that needs to be done. Oh, oh, yeah. Still be diving in to help shipwrighty stuff, but yeah, he's letting so. Coltarn take the lead on, uh, you know, calculations and arrangements and shit. Is, t- is still avoiding um, Elias at all? In any downtime, yes. If there's work to be done, no. All right. As as Till, I guess, first starts to leave and approach, uh, just us, um, still sort of oriented towards Helias, but the voice comes out directed towards you know. They don't they don't turn their head because they don't need to, but the voice <laughs> is directed towards you, um, and and they say. Till Wayland, bearer of burdens, what do you need from us in this moment? How can we be of most help? At this point, I would say uh, stand by and any magic you can use to augment what either uh, Coltarn or I are engaged in would probably be best. Uh, and it's uh, after after sending out the shield, Halia uh, sort of steps into its area and pushes hands onto both sides, and his sort of his his taloned fingers sort of dig into the sides of the shield, and almost seems to stretch it like a balloon. Uh, and he just says, "I'm going to have to hold this here to make sure that what I've done doesn't undo itself while you're working. Much as I would love to set up the reactor by hand, it's going to be on you two. Go on." Um, not a Kendall is currently glued to her father's side. Lug this thing in there, start hooking it up. Yep. <clears throat> it's probably paying a little bit too much interested in attention to all the all all the creepiness in there. 
<laughs> um, we will, if it's possible, we will stand by and and assist as our capacities and knowledge allows us to. But certainly, we will cast guidance. Guidance will be the most helpful thing. All right, uh, Coltong, give me a technology check with advantage for Till's help. Yep, and guidance. Twenty-eight. Very nice. Good. So with the 28, it takes you the better part of an hour, uh, over which time, pretty certain the bubble shield isn't supposed to last that long. 15 minutes, yeah. Yeah. Uh, But it does last so long as Elias is there to maintain it. Uh, But... uh, Sorry, 10 minutes, 15 foot. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, adding, but, uh, adding an archfey makes it over six times more efficient. More efficient. <laughs> uh, archfey but... by Fairchild Industries. <laughs> nice spell component. <laughs> arch, yeah, spell component archfey. It's arch dash fey. Like, uh, uh, but uh, eventually, you you finish hooking up the reactor to the or the, the to the the jump drive to the reactor. Uh, you will, of course, want to retreat outside the reactor before you begin to activate anything. I will. I'm going to. I'm assuming it, it. We can't hook it into the ship's systems to power it because we have to send the reactor of the ship away. So yep. I will grab, I will hook up some power relays to it and drag those out of the room so that I have a conduit outside the room. Yep. Uh, and then wait for everybody to come out. Close the door. There's a brief pause as Till considers maybe I should just stay in here. <laughs> and <laughs> then comes out. He's <laughs> still on his shoulders, like, pulling him. Just Come like, on. In that brief Correct. pause, the hand reaches out, grabs, pulls, like, <laughs> half the crew pulls Till out. Um, so yeah, once the door is closed and everyone's out, uh, I wrap the power conduit around my still flesh left arm, uh, hold it in my hand. All right, here goes nothing. Um, and then the, uh, from the, uh, from the fist up to about the elbow, his, uh, arm just turns into this sort of translucent purple, uh, immaterial energy, uh, and he sort of holds it and puts, uh, I'm just going to basically use, use up my, Inflict wounds, uh, casting from Shadow Touched, uh, to power it on. All right, um, roll me a D one hundred. Not a one. <laughs> Not Surprise a is actively either. backing away from this process. Uh. You're muted, Jack. All right. Uh, but uh, the... Uh, there is a flash of utter darkness inside the reactor that sort of seeps out from under the crack in the door that is caused by the conduit. Uh, and after a moment, 
the maelstrom of noise inside the reactor core dies down. And reality itself seems to quake for a second, as if everything around is sort of like rippling, as if pulsing under strain. But nobody immediately dies and is zombified, so... Does the ring fall off Kendall's finger? About a minute passes, and then the ring ceases glowing, as do all of Kendall's veins and eyes. Can you take that off now, Kendall? I mean, I can probably. I don't want to, though. Could you just, just for assurance's sake, please? And yes, it comes off. <laughs> I'm just gonna carefully open this door. <laughs> Residual. So you you open the door, uh, and. Zombie Archfey attacks. <laughs> oh, no, he's on this side with us. I know, I know, but... You, you open the door, uh, and inside there are some faint wisps of that greenish necromantic energy sort of drifting through the atmosphere. Um, but there's also no reactor core in place, no jump drive left, uh, and it basically looks like a flat sphere with some traces of necromancy inside. Alright, it looks like we managed to successfully hot drop a reactor core into Gununga Gap. I hope whatever night terrors find it, feast well. Well, uh, we saved Kendall. Uh, time to celebrate? Who has the ring? Me. Kendall still. Yeah. So Kendall still has it. Yeah, but yeah. Kendall did take it off and show that. Took it off and then immediately put it right back on. Yeah. Oh, great. Okay. It no longer has power. <laughs> that we know of. All right. You need to dispose of the ring. No. Uh, Are you still cursed? No. I'm, I'm just, not. Just us. I'm can, fine. You can tell she's not cursed. The veins. Oh, the veins glowing glow. stopped. That's All the glowing stop. Now it's time to party. That's one aspect, yes. If you wish to keep it as a memento, mm-hmm. could you place it on the ground and step away and then pick it up again simply for confirmation that it no longer holds sway over you? I mean, could I? Yeah. D- do I want to do it? No, because I don't necessarily trust that you're not going to smash it the second that I step away. Ms. How about Fairchild. you put it down and then we'll do Ring Around the Rosie? Miss Fairchild, as your attache and bodyguard, may I hold your ring for a brief moment and then return Absolutely. it to you immediately? Blink. Hands it back. <laughs> and, 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 and there's no... There, there's no inability to ha- to hand it to yeah, till it does it does it does indeed appear that she's not having trouble parting from the ring at all okay really pretty what guarantee do we have that nix and her bane of a crew will not use it to track us well we could tell that, that it's it'd be enchanted somehow and it's clearly not unless on that, on that side of things 
just us. Uh, if, as I understand divinatorian tracking magic, we've encountered Nyx face to face before. If she wants to try and track us magically, I think she already has all the information she would need in order to do so. The the ring was placed as a trap, not for anyone specific, I don't think. We, like, it was placed... No, this trap was definitely for someone specific. Well, I just don't think it was any of you, yeah, Elias says. A specific trap, but not, yeah. And not It's not the sort of ring that you trap and then expect to track later. Because if may, it does, it's hey, That may not be you. Everything you does. may not. That is putting a lot of your ghosts in one warp drive. You may not expect that, Coltar, keen of mind, but that is because you are not devious or undead. We do not know what Nyx has planned. We are uncomfortable with it traveling with us. At Kendall's comment, Till just goes, <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> As to your comment regarding that we would know, there are other magics, are there not, that would prevent us from detecting it, or could prevent us from detecting it? Auras upon auras. There are quite a few, although I would potentially argue my uh, quite uh, rigid friend uh, that the uh should that much effort be put in to track whoever picks up this ring i feel like she's already got other methods that she's actively using to follow someone at that point yeah seems to me we could sit here and worry about like a bajillion different spells trying to hide a bajillion different other spells that are all trying to kill us or we could just get over it and assume that if she wanted us dead, she would come make us dead and not be ridiculous with spells. Caution when facing an enemy such as Nyx is to be, is, to be clear, um, an appropriate choice. However, just us, I would, I would say that in this particular case, it's we have been as cautious as we can be. There is such a thing as overly cautious, or at least cautious in a situation where it doesn't serve anything. This ring, would, this, this ring was meant to be a bomb. I don't put trackers in bombs. We would respond that there seems to be no rational reason to take it with us either, but as the Dust Knights are a group that operates democratically, it would seem that we are outvoted. Speaking of which... I mean, works for me. Elias says. How has your journey been going, my dear darling? Oh, it's been great. Um, Till's doing a great job. Um, sure. I mean... Sorry, this is Jeremy trying to remember what's happened in a, a game that we've had, like, two sessions in the last month and a half. Honestly, yeah, I know. Not, honestly we <laughs> left your home planet and came here. So <laughs> That's right! It hasn't been that I mean, long the, since you saw him last. I mean, the most we did have a run-in that... with some Starks. Ooh. Um, 
and then and of bees course, flopping. bees is no longer bees, right? Yeah. And bees is, so I don't remember. Do you ever meet bees? I don't recall. In passing, we did. Yeah, so that's bees now. Indeed, and surmised as much. Similar um, thing. Bees are still here with us. Yeah, it's like totally confusing, but it is what it is. Ethereal superpositions um, do tend to stick around after the most re- after the most current one exists. Right. But no, things are going really good. Um, I don't know what we're doing next, but I'm sure it'll be fun. Uh, clearing the ship and then resting before we move on to the third trap. Fun! How much of the ship do we have left? Speaking on that matter, uh, Elias says, looking sort of down and to the left. Uh, I'm pretty certain that your um, interaction with this device has thoroughly disarmed the third ship if I'm sensing what I'm sensing down there. Oh. Interesting. And what of the core full of necromantic energy left on the first ship? Uh, yes, uh, that one was full of necrostarks. And, uh, it's currently being... It is currently being eaten. By the stocks? Yes. Can Till make, like, a nature check or something to determine if a whole bunch of Starks attacking a reactor core is going to be end badly for the Starks, the core, everything else in a three-light-year radius? You know, that kind of thing. Roll nature. <laughs> He's not so, great at this, but he is concerned. What I'm hearing 13. is that us taking out, uh, us disarming this, disarmed another one too. Did I get that right? That does appear to be the case, Helias says. It sort of looks in two different directions. It looks like this one, and it sort of makes sense from the position of the three ships. This was placed in a sort of ritualistic triangle the at the, at the lead point of the triad ritual. Uh, and with the dismantling of the control system that was operating here and commanding the undead every form of control that was placed on the beasts in the other two ships has been dismantled, uh, causing the Starks that looked like they had been defending the core to eat it, uh, and uh, some other things in the other ship appear to be doing their work as well. So they're ready to just blow up. So we can be done now. Well, now we need to get them out of the range of the station. Uh, with a with a nature check of thirteen, uh, Starks are known to uh, subsist, adapt, and devour on a variety of different energies. They are very much a chameleon species that okay. can uh, uh, subsist in a variety of different environments. Um, you, if there hasn't already been a necroquake, which there hasn't yet. <laughs> It's probably not going to happen by it's probably, at this it's point. It's probably not happening at this point. Okay. You will, however, have a colony of Necrostarks. Uh, All which... hopped up on reactor energy. Yeah. <laughs> which means you probably don't want to ever go in that ship again. Mm-hmm. How easy would it be to destroy it 
from another ship or from the station with then their defense. Would have set loose the colony of Necrostarks. <laughs> well, no, coke, no, no, destroy no, be... all of it. <laughs> the colony of coke out Necrosharks. <laughs> Cocaine shark. Coming to a theater near you. I'm, I'm talking shark. about a nuke it from orbit style approach. Yeah. yeah. Said being the only way to be sure. I mean, at this point, with the trap fairly thoroughly disarmed, I'm fairly certain the authorities could simply send these vessels into a nearby sun. Not the one orbiting the station, that'd be bad. But, an actual sun. Attach some scavenging drives. A couple blocks away, yeah, right. Point. <laughs> How is that? Is it? I'm not trying to be glib here. I just, I, I, I don't know a ton, and the character is fairly new to remembering it as well. Is that, like, sacrilegious for me? Or is that a good thing? Uh, so, there's not enough energy here to cause the formation of a necrostar anymore, uh, at which point they would probably just burn up upon entering too close to the star. Uh, so at which point, that's solar burial is something that is normal for soul worshippers, although it's a little bit better than these things probably deserve, but you know. All right. I mean, and I feel like, you know, using the fires of a sun to purge a, a, a problem seems fairly theologically appropriate i don't know yeah I, I just i was i was i was having that war in my head with like well i also don't know if we want to use god like a garbage heap right <laughs> yeah but then there's also the do you clean out your toilet with the leftover holy water you know i mean yeah, yeah. yeah. yes right. i do frequently. <laughs> it's the only way to be sure, sure. <laughs> Sen, given our five-ish years of acquaintance, I'm pretty sure any of the, the water that you have is by no means holy, according to the Catholic Church. Look, I didn't make <laughs> Which is a compliment. Holy. I didn't make it holy. Thank you very much. I just know a guy. Oh, okay. That's very reasonable. Um, so, in that case, we're clearing out this one, letting the station know to jettison the other two and then preparing to retrofit. Oh, you're looking to bring this ship on board. You're going to need a crew for that. Uh-huh. Well, first we'll have to make it work, but then we'll need a crew, yes. Well, do let me know if I can be of any assistance. I would be more than happy to help further my dear daughter's adventures. You're the best. Speaking of which, Till, if I might have a word privately. Of course, sir. <laughs> Mister will just look at him. Are you okay? Do you want me to come with you? Wouldn't be private if you did. I... We, are very, we are very subtle. I know, but if you need me to, I can come with you. No, it's fine. Okay. She'll fly uh, back over to uh, just us, who I keep wanting to call among us. <laughs> uh, bogus. I'm gonna I'm gonna head for some vents. Um, no, there, there is a, um, um, a a very a very quiet voice till by your, I guess, ruff of feathers. Uh, no, his head is habit. virtually humanoid. He's got ears. Okay, okay, yeah. Okay. So by your by your ear. Mm -hmm. uh, uh, says we can come too if you want we're real small thank you because I'll be fine mm -hmm. okay 
Um, and the, the physical bees sort of flutter back to the yep. glowing group that are buzzing around just us. Helias leads Till off into a different room. A door shuts behind and a magical seal goes in place to ensure privacy. That's done. <sighs> Were you holding your breath that long? He'll be, he'll be, no, no. I wasn't holding my breath. Just He'll be fine. Meanwhile, in the room, uh, Halaya sort of takes. <laughs> Meanwhile, a couple in the room, you're spread right across the wall. <laughs> right, yeah. Just... Halaya's takes a couple of steps, uh, like further into the room, and sort of scratches his chin. Doesn't turn around to look at you yet. So, now that we're alone, uh, Till, do be honest with me. Tell me, how much of a hassle has my daughter been? To be honest, sir, she has been quite capable in really all of our engagements. I think that her talents and abilities lend themselves fairly well to her current pursuits. And She has in her own way, I believe, helped me understand the duties that you've employed me for to a greater extent that and with more rapidity than I might have accomplished if left to my own devices. Roll me a persuasion check. <laughs> oh yeah, that thing that I'm oh so good at sixteen. That's honestly pretty good for me. <laughs> Very eloquently worded evasion, but you still haven't answered my question. How much of a hassle has she been? <laughs> a fair point. I don't know that I can put necessarily a quantitative <laughs> rating on it. <laughs> It defies number. It defies ranking. More than Coltarn, less than bees. Hmm. <laughs> On a scale of Coltarn to bees. <laughs> I think I can see that, certainly. Is that like a scale of like what? negative infinity to positive infinity? <laughs> That's a big scale. That's not oh, saying much. It's okay. Where where do the rest of the crew fall on that scale, I wonder? Surprise is up there with bees. Oh no, so, surprise is on a different graph entirely. <laughs> I, I, <laughs> no, I also think it is it is it is one hundred percent surprise to say up there with bees like we're definitely <laughs> top of the chart. We're the such best. a high rank. I like, we're the, we're I like really the, good when at When you add shit. surprise, it's 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 become a dot graph, so it's no longer a straight line. <laughs> we have leveled this shit up. Surprise has a different axis than everybody else on this. <laughs> I suppose I can certainly see that. I, uh, I won't lie. I'm quite surprised at the situation that I found the situa- that I found everyone in upon my arrival. But I will say, huh. you seem to have 
done an excellent job of keeping everything in hand up to current point. I regret that I wasn't able to prevent her from utilizing the ring in the first place. I would Please. call that a bit of an oversight on my part. She's my daughter. You couldn't have even you couldn't have even tried. Gracious of you to say, sir. Hmm? Oh no, I simply know my daughter. Was very shiny. Fair enough. And you are understandably, I know who I am and who you're talking to. Quite defensive and shall I say evasive in this conversation. Understand. I was hoping for diplomatic. Monks have evasion, so it makes sense. <laughs> it does make sense. Yes, you've been choosing quite diplomatic answers. I suspect you fear that I'm going to, in a fit of rage for the danger that my daughter has been placed in, uh, spread out your entrails defeather your wings and splatter you across this room in all dimensions. Dimensions. Evocative. Dimensions here being plannerly, not physical. <laughs> right. <laughs> I do like how specific it was. Right. Yeah. And the fact that uh, Elias is like, clearly this exact scenario is what Anyone would imagine because this is why would you think anything person, else? This is what a normal person would imagine. <laughs> yeah, this is what people do when they're angry, isn't it? But I must be honest, I'm actually quite surprised that you've done so well. I expected you to fail. <laughs> Thank yeah, you, sir. I expected I would be bathed in your blood right now. Ages <laughs> ago, six even. weeks ago, right? Exactly. <laughs> And to that end, uh oh, I'd like to offer a bit of a reward for you. Uh oh, run away! Great responsibility. <laughs> run away! The, the archway is offering you a reward. Everyone likes. <laughs> still, I'll just sort of raise a little bit of an eyebrow. I'm. I assume he still has his back to me, right? Yep. Until take the level in warlock. Now there are two warlocks of daddy. I understand that you're quite the keen shot. Yes, sir. <laughs> now continue to be a keen shot with one less eye. <laughs> you just the so opportunity happen. for growth. <sighs> it's I call, just... call this the sound. <laughs> I'm going you... to remove your legs so you can stabilize <laughs> Do you recall? Let this man get through his line. Jesus, everybody. Thank you. Uh, We're too gay for that. We can't. Uh, do you recall the world that you liberated most recently, Savaranus? Indeed. It just so happens that in my dealings on that world, I came across a most unique artifacts. Oh, no. Uh, Elias Fairchild here playing the role of Calamity Salvager. <laughs> Fascinating. And it being a relic of an old friend. Oh, no. I think 
It would be doing both it and you a favor to leave it in your possession. Here's the he Emperor's said. Virtue from Grandera. <laughs> as he as he turns around and holds out uh, and it sort of like holds in like a standing position, like his finger on the top of the barrel, a incredibly long, slender looking rifle with a uh with a uh like a sleek bipod that is folded down, uh a scope that looks like it is like it looks flat as a disc. But as as he sets it down, you see it sort of extends out into a full-length scope. Uh, it appears to be made of a material that you're not at all familiar with, uh, but it is uh, sort of like sleek combinations of grays and gold uh, with did Hel- did ancient Hel- filigree. Did Helias just give you the Vincent Valentine's death penalty weapon? <laughs> no. <laughs> Glorious. It's been asleep for a long time, and I suspect it will require the use of a skilled marksman to truly return its potential. But I think that you might be able to do something with this. Something a little longer range might be just your speed. I appreciate it, sir. But all my martial arts require pistols. (laughs) I'm a gun monk, man. I can use fucking anything. Uh, if he's set it down, yeah, Till will step forward and kind of pick it up. Mm. Well, as I'm certain you know, this will be put to the use of continuing to protect your daughter as long as you need. Indeed. Speaking of protection, I have another gift for you. Condoms. (laughs) (laughs) Condoms. <laughs> As he... Here's where your legs are removed. <laughs> As he slaps a pair of braces onto the table. Those should help you get shot less. Additionally, I think it's about time, seeing as you are in a bit of a conflict of interest at the moment. It's about time that I relieved you of your official bodyguard duties and instead adjusted your arrangement a little bit. Oh. I understand that my daughter has been reluctant to join your company in official capacity in order to preserve something of a sense of interest. I think it's about time my daughter learns something about commitment to a task. I see. Yeah, Mary. Man, how flighty do you have to be for an archfey to think you need to learn something about commitment? <laughs> I uh, mean, to be fair, this, this archfey is in charge of an intergalactic business. <laughs> a, that, and B, how little do you have to understand your daughter to know <laughs> what's going on in this situation? Because that is the worst possible characterization of what's going on. Which fair is an arch fay. <laughs> he knows and doesn't know everything. He may be an arch fay, but he's also a dad. Yes. One overrules the other. <laughs> arch arch fay are not immune to 
jumping to conclusions. After after adjusting your arrangement, I could have sworn he was going to say, you're a little too symmetrical right now. Let's have those wings <laughs> all on one side. <laughs> Till just flies in circles for the rest of the <laughs> Biblically accurate, too. <laughs> Wings on one side, Holy eyes on the other. Shit. It's great. It's balanced. And a wheel for a torso. Right, exactly. Four heads all looking in the same direction. Who needs legs when you have eight wings? So, shall we? He says, he indicates back to the door as the seal opens up. Of course, sir. And a few moments pass, uh, and Helias Fairchild emerges from the room uh, with Till with a shiny new rifle behind him. What has um, what has Kendall been doing while they've been in there? Um. That's a good question. Um, Dialing the nearest pet store to see what need, what she needs to do to replace her dead hamster in a minute. And excuse me, it's a parrot. I was gonna thank you. <laughs> I was trying to say the joke. Thanks a lot. <laughs> Norwegian blue, beautiful bird. Why would you refer to an avian as a? Hamster. Yeah, uh, Till, you have acquired long shot. Okay. <clears throat> Man, Ojo coming. Uh, it is it is a legendary magical item that requires attunement. All right, I'm sure he can find an attunement slot for this. At the, you also acquired a pair of braces of defense, as you might have been able to guess. Nice. Yes. Excellent. Mm-hmm. Uh, it functions as an assassin rifle. Okay. Uh, at the moment, as it is currently dormant, uh, it provides a plus one bonus to attack and damage rolls made with it, and whenever you successfully land a critical hit, it deals an additional 1d12 ballistic damage after the base multiplication. Okay. Cool. He's going to need to practice with that a little bit. <clears throat> yeah, and uh, at this point, uh, Helias emerges with, with Till. Ah, Sorry, oh, so right. we didn't, we, I didn't actually answer the question. Oh, yes. So, so what yeah. were you doing in that, in that time? Um, I feel like she is not at all worried for Till. Like, not even a little. There is no assumption in her head that Till is in any sort of danger. Um, so she's not focused on that. She probably... Where exactly are we? In the hallway of a ship. In, like, well, yes, I, I know in a ship, but like... Galactically? Are, are there, for lack of a better term, because I know this is not the proper term, but porthole doesn't work either, are there windows? <laughs> uh, not where you're at, because you're about dead center in the ship where the reactor is. Okay. She would have wandered off. 
<laughs> um, it would have a hundred percent have wandered off. If if we see them wandering off, um, just us will say to Mistel is on just us's shoulder in the little uh-huh. hammock. Uh, probably standing there trying to catch bees because you said there were bees buzzing around. Oh yeah, yeah. There oh, there yeah. are bees like like bees bees from bees that are still around and bees yeah she she like catches and like gathers them in like her shirt like you would like picking flowers and just like walks around like that all right they are they are very happy to 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 let you do so um the voice of just us says mistle we would have words with kendall would you come with us uh yeah okay she releases all the bees um they will immediately just sort of fly back around you. They're going to stay put, and the armor starts moving off um, after Kendall. Um, if Kendall is not moving at a particularly fast pace, um, just us will approach, <laughs> not running, not charging up behind, <laughs> but um, just moving up at a brisk pace. Um, okay. And. Um, uh, and... I feel like you probably would have to you you probably would have to do some catch up because once she's out of when when she's gone away, she will one hundred percent miss you step and then face step because she's trying to get somewhere. Uh, okay, all right. Did no, we... I'm not saying you can't catch up. You no, absolutely no, but, but I'm, can. I'm wondering... not trying to be lost. Yeah, I, I'm just wondering if we would need to um, track. Uh, her at this point. I don't think so. I mean, it's a fairly straightforward ship, as near as any plans that I've. Yeah, it's it's a fairly linear ship design, and so. you can't ju- you you can't jump through walls. Yeah, face step, face step, and missy step both require line of sight. Correct. So, yeah, it would not require any tracking. She's just trying to. Cover distance. She's interested in something, so she's trying to trying to get the quickest way to 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 do something. A uh, viewport, and, by uh, the way, if, would be the term for viewport. That's term. Thank you. If we get to a a point where we feel like Kendall would be able to hear us, uh, just us will say, "Kendall, existing in every moment, we would have words with you." And she's probably just like staring out of viewpoint at this point. Uh, yeah, sure. What's up? You had concerns that we would smash the ring. Uh huh. Reassure you that if that had been our intention, we would state it plainly to you. We have no intention to deceive those around us. We understand that when we were bees, we had a proclivity for and an enjoyment of falsehoods that remains in the bees around us, perhaps, but not in the self that is now just us. The moment lets that pass, sort of finally looks away, is like, look, I mean, that's fair, and I appreciate that you're saying that, but there is... There's not really a better way to put this than you give off you give off big for your own good energy. We do and not understand. 
So, like, Minnesota, you know what I mean, right? Yeah, I think it's like, the first impression that I got of them before I got to know them. Like, Kansas, you are, you, if, if somebody was, let's say, oh, I don't know, hypothetically, um, uh, uh, had something in their possession that was that was possibly detrimental to them, and they refused to see, they refused to, in the face of all logic and 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 argument and persuasive and blah 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 blah. Um, they said, "Well, I still want it," and you would say, you would think in your head. Well, that's going to hurt you and it might hurt everybody else. So it is for your own good that I take this away from you, even if it's something that you want and claim you understand. But you probably don't really understand. You just think that you understand. And um, so if that's the case and you might think that for somebody for their own good, it's it is better to do this small um small sin of like a a a a little deceit to potentially save their life and so you might say hey can you put this down and put it away a, a little bit away and then yeah you're going to be mad at me when i destroy it or i take it and don't let you have it back or shift it off into another plane or whatever the case may be but you're going to be alive and that's better does that make sense? It does make sense. We do understand you better now. We understand further that merely by saying words, we cannot convince you of what our actions would be. All we can do in this moment is tell you that we would not prevaricate to effectuate those courses of action. We would simply right. take those courses of action, but we would state that to be our intent. Furthermore, if something were for your own good or not, it is not our place to step in and intercede with others, even if they intend to harm themselves. We would wish to reach out and offer support and offer guidance where it welcome. But you are correct in that if you were to take a course of action that would potentially harm others, then we might feel compelled and likely would feel compelled to act, but we would not do so through deceit, and we would not do so without first announcing our intentions. And certainly, we would not do so after stating we would take one course of action and then take another. Here is a very narrowed eye gaze, very discerning sort of. Okay. We do not request or expect the same of you, Kenley, being of the moment. We simply hope to foster a better understanding. And we understand that we are starting from a position of dislike and distrust. Okay. Is there anything we can do to increase your trust of us? If I, if I think of anything, I'll let you know. 
go and buy a hundred small, cheap items that seem like they might be thematically a thing I like, and then give them to me one at a time to increase your, my trust points one point at a time. <laughs> If I think of anything, I will definitely let you know. <clears throat> we thought, yeah, they, no they're starting to turn. They stop and pivot back. To be clear, this I had issues with uh, issues. I think it's a really bad word for it, but. Bees and I had our have, I guess, still our bumpy moments. I know you're not bees. This isn't, this isn't, I didn't trust bees, so I don't trust you. It's just, like I said, you give off a certain vibe. And maybe you're different than that. We'll see. Is it something you just need to get used to over time? I don't know. We'll find out. Like I say, you give... You give very... Hmm. You give very teacher energy. How's that? You give all monitor energy. What's a hall monitor? There, there, there is there is a slight pause, and then, and not like cool, like call me by my first name, teacher energy, but like n- no one has ever passed through my class with a four point GPA teacher energy. We are inferring from your tone and clarification that you do not think this is a good thing. <laughs> you infer that. You infer that all you want. Kendall, what's a, a home monitor? A home monitor is someone who makes sure in school that you're not out loitering in the halls. They're a narc. What's a narc? Oh, God. Kendall's Eric communicator Cap. beeps at I still point. never went to school. <laughs> Varush was a hall monitor of the plane. A noble profession. Kendall's communicator beeps at this point. Huh? Oh. Hello? Uh, Kendall, I, did you find whatever it was you were looking for? You looked like you had a mission when you walked off. Oh, yeah. No, I'm good. How are you? Just concerned that there may still be dangerous things aboard the ship that we no longer have any means of control of, and the party is splitting up in multiple directions. It's fine. I've got I've got justice and, and mistle here. If of anything attacks us, we'll let you know. Hi, Colton. Surprise! Also wandered off as soon as of uh, they noticed that Kendall and Justice wandered off because they took that as permission to not hang around anymore. Amazing. That's why Coltarn's calling I, people. It's like I'm I also out mind. out of character, one hundred percent thought that Helias told us that with the deactivation, it meant that everything on the ship was gone. 
No, it meant that everything, no. everything in the area was no longer being controlled by the reactor. <laughs> well, we, de- we defused all. all the all right. bombs. <laughs> all right. But he uh, specifically so stated I'm, there were still monsters active on at least two of the ships. <laughs> I'm going to wait for Till to return and then go find Surprise. So when you have time, please keep us updated or scream if you're being murdered. Of course. Also, hi, Obviously. <laughs> it does surprise have a communicator? Yeah. Um, just us will immediately activate the communicator and say, Surprise, aptly named. Are you in danger? Uh, is Surprise in danger? Surprise <laughs> just went straight through a wall until they got to outer space so they could go back to the... Uh, uh, really? Uh, Surprise didn't go straight back to the jet fighter? No. Oh, okay. No. Straight to go. We're going back to the station. <laughs> yeah, you don't run into any trouble on the way. Cool. Um, then I will report back to um, just us that everything's fine. Are you in a safe location? Uh, yeah. Not as safe as can be, actually, considering your environment. Have you left the ship? Uh, uh, have I? Has it been long enough? How long does it take me to leave the ship? Because that is the intention. Have I, like I the, done that now? I like the idea that Just Us is, like, floating outside the hall, moving away, and just reaches a hand back and puts a fingertip on the outside of the hall. No. <laughs> I, I'm, I'm tempted to do that. You are I, I on the exterior not... of the ship right now. Yes, I do. I'm at the exterior. Yeah, you are on. You are on the exterior of the ship right now. All right, then I'm going to phase right back in and say. Mm. <laughs> Camera just froze right there. <laughs> and it, it, it's been, um, uh, you know, a few minutes in real time. No time in game. Coltarn said, let's get back to um, the room. Where no, did Coltarn? No, Coltarn just, just said, I will uh, just let me know if anything happens. Scream if you are dying. I'm going to try to figure out where everyone is going. <laughs> and that was it. Would you like us to come to you or do you wish to stay where you are? Uh, doesn't matter to me. Why curiosity, curiosity question. Sorry, go ahead. Go ahead. Why don't we find a location to reconvene? Where do you want to meet, and how long? How long do we have before we meet? Bill Wayland, bearer of burdens, you are the field commander on this mission. Where would you have us? convene, or would you have us depart the ship? Have we left the room, or am I still talking to Halas? We're leaving the room about now. Okay, alright. In that case, the comm gets turned back gets turned back on. I was going to ask why my lieutenant is standing here by himself in a hallway. (laughs) So, how about we all reconvene near the fighter? Oh, right. We were going to take that thing off the ship. 
uh, Xander says, being the one of the other people that is still standing here. <laughs> oh, okay, good. All right. The NPCs didn't wander off to? Yeah, All the right. NPCs Excellent. are still here. In, roll, roll the, my lieutenant is standing by himself. Right, but yeah. Mm-hmm. Is this like a group channel? Oh yeah, no, this is coming. I think feel like this is coming full band to everybody. But it, like, it's no hurry, right? I mean, uh, now would be good. Yeah, surprise doesn't respond to that. Okay, that's fine. That's fine. <laughs> so you're, uh, for reference, you are back inside the ship currently, right? Uh, I ducked back in to say that no, I hadn't left. And then but I am out. this close to being back on the station. <laughs> okay, do I? I've been looking out out of view. <laughs> Can I see them? Yeah. You know what? Yeah, roll me. You know what? Yes, if if Jack, if Jack is saying yes, then yes. Yes, yes. <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not giving it away. I'm, I'm going not... to wait until Justice and, and Missile are like maybe not looking in my direction, and I will just give a little wait. I'm not <laughs> using my uh, thrusters to hurry back to the uh, what is it called? The pier, the dock, whatever. The dock, yeah. Gantry. Um, but I am just sort of lazily floating in that direction. So is the do we sort of at, at this point just see you float by outside the viewport? <laughs> Surprise is just kind of jellyfishing back home. <laughs> and to be fair, I think we might just be Kendall because I don't think everyone else was watching out the viewport like she was. Yeah, Kendall was actively watching. Yep. No, I yeah, I mean just us is standing obviously a little ways away in communication with Kendall, but I feel like if Surprise drifts directly by the viewport, we would see it. Well, no, uh, it's not like Surprise is drifting towards the station, not not down the ship, but like towards yeah, the Yeah, so like, like I think I think the only reason that uh, Kendall sees Surprise is because Kendall is actively looking out the viewport. Right. It's not, it's not that Surprise passes directly by, it's that they pass within view yep. if you're looking out. Yeah. It's... Uh, Surprise's trajectory is perpendicular to the, or, or, or I think, is the correct yeah, term? Yeah, perpendicular yeah. is the word you're looking for. Yep, you're right. To the mm-hmm. ship. So. Yep. Very well. Shall we head to the fighter bay? Just us says aloud to Mistel and Kendall, who are present. Okay. Uh, Sure. That's where we're supposed to meet. Can, can I make a retroactive insight check to get a feel for in the time that we've been together how good a sense of spatial perception surprise has oh sure why not roll me uh roll me survival surprise and roll me insight uh uh uh, just us i feel like surprise does a lot of traveling that does not adhere to rooms yeah and that's that's I think one of the reasons that that just us is a little curious if they're going to be able to find their way to a specific location or if they're just going to stick their head through every wall and see if they're there yet. So yeah, over 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 the course of your interactions with Surprise, you sort of gotten the sense that Surprise has an excellent sense of general direction, like which direction goes which way. Not necessarily a good a good sense of what locations are relative to each other. Mental map, no. Uh, compass, yeah. Yeah, basically. Over, over the comms, then, 
uh, Justice will say. Surprise, aptly named, do you need assistance in locating the fighter bay? I need assistance, but I'm not sure you can provide it. I'll be there. You have so many cool names for people, Justice. We thank you, Mistel. Fallen and risen greater than ever. <laughs> so, like, hug them or hug the armor. So, while everyone is reconvening at the fighter bay, what is Surprise specifically aiming for in this journey back, in this slow drift back to the, back to the station? Um, Surprise is going to turn around and come back. Um, they're just not gonna like it. <laughs> it's like drifting... Uh, I was okay. so close to freedom. Yes, I need to go. Okay. Sort of like spin around yeah, in mid-space. That sort of drift. Fire thrusters. The I don't want to get out of bed drift. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sure we'll probably all still be here by the time Surprise gets back. Or this father-daughter conversation will go terribly and all of us will be dead. One of the two. I don't know what you're afraid so, of. Everything uh, seems fine. Presumably, the majority of you convene back in the fighter bay. I, I do. I do take. I do suggest that those of us that are in the larger group take the long way around, so we can a little bit more firmly clear the ship. Make sure that whatever uh, all the undead that were ordered to leap into space actually did, uh, and then none are still left behind. It, uh, it does appear that the undead have followed their last given order. Good, good. Yes, so... Which was to fuck off. We should indeed be able to... readjust the ship to our... usable specifications for the Dust Knights. It will need a new reactor core, however, which will be expensive. And jump drive. Mm. Well, we happen to have... We could probably cannibalize a good portion of the Golnarsh folk here. Could we run the, uh, the, the frozen fang on the jump drive in the bulk here? Theoretically, it would probably be not as efficient because it's meant for a much smaller ship. Right. It wouldn't, be, it wouldn't be. It wouldn't be the most effective uh, jury rig, but it would be functional. Oh, there's a stopgap, certainly. Could give this wolf fang. Could, could give this wolf sharper fangs by utilizing the bladed the bladed four of the, or by the the bladed ram of the Goldnarsh folk here as well. All right. Well, as you all reconvene, uh, back in the fighter bay, uh, Helias looks over as Kendall arrives. Ah, there's my daughter. Hey, Dad. I have a request that I wish to put on to you. Okay. I understand that uh, at the moment you've been 
journeying with the Dusk Knights, but not necessarily as a member of them. Sort of, yeah. I would like to request that you formally join their ranks. Uh, why? Be well, there's a number of reasons, but I think foremost, uh, having the conflict of interest that I've noticed in uh, Till's ability to issue uh, direct information across everything, I think would be He'd likely be able to perform better if he is not constantly thinking he has to worry about you by virtue of you being specifically his charge as opposed to one of his allies. I think it might go better for both of you if he's not constantly having to look over your shoulder because it's his job. I mean, yeah, I agree. But I would like to make sure that you are adventuring with a group that is skilled, and I would like to have you get some of the experience required for working within a team. Especially if you want to be able to lead on your own in the future. So I would like to rescind Till from his position as your designated bodyguard, but have you join into the company that he keeps so that you can act on a more equal footing. Okay. I mean, the first part I... makes... Go, go on. Sorry, go ahead. Go on. The first part makes a lot of sense. Um... I mean, I'm pretty much there anyways. It's just not... Just not, like you said, formalized. Yes. Sorry, I dropped something and I'm looking for it as I talk. Yeah. Keep going. I pictured that as being Kendall saying that. <laughs> <laughs> and part of what? getting out into the vast experiences of the galaxy involves a bit of paperwork and getting used to things that do need to be formalized occasionally. Are you saying you just want me to do paperwork? <laughs> no. But also, yes. <laughs> but also, paperwork is going to be in the future. So might as well get used to it. In the real world, you're going to have to do paperwork. I haven't done paperwork a day in my life. Fuck you, real world. <laughs> Surprise gets a brief... You're not helping look shot your way. <laughs> I love how when you drop something, it you somehow lands it. like, oh no, you drop something, it's very small. You didn't throw it, but it lands like eight All feet the way away across the room. From yeah, you. very much. My yeah. favorite ones are you drop something and you're pretty confident you dropped it out here. And yet somehow it ended up underneath you, like like you're sitting on it physically. Well, my my, my personal favorite is you drop something, you track it as it falls, and you see where it bounces, but it ends up in the opposite direction. Yeah. Like, 
This should not have bounced to like eight feet away. <laughs> I get that it's small and plastic and it can bounce easily on carpet, but no. Anyways, um, I mean, I guess. Excellent. I feel like you'll. I feel like you'll have a much. I feel like you'll have a much more enjoyable time without the two of you constantly looking over each other's shoulders. Okay. Speaking of which, Elias says, as he sort of points a finger over his shoulder, and his index finger shoots out like a javelin, like it just extends like a spear, uh, and punctures something on the far wall. And as you look, you see one of those shadow creatures that had shown up in the previous fight sort of collapse out of a wall and dissipate into a mist of nothingness. The prize shudders. His finger retracts back into normal index finger length. Totally normal dad behavior. Doesn't face really cool. Kendall at all. I mean, as far as Coltarn's concerned, that is totally normal dad behavior, having seen his father just railgun something that he didn't notice on the other side of the room before. Meanwhile, Till has a long shot out, is aimed down the barrel, and is just doing a scan of the entire rest of the fighter bay. The, the second one ran. Yeah he says, uh, just sort of like blowing the dust off of his finger as if it was a gun. So are we sure that we need to hang out here much longer? <laughs> well, given that the majority of threats have been neutralized and the capacity of the Dust Knights, I have full confidence in handling any potential residual uh we're going to be making this place our new base of operations. So, yeah. Gonna go grab the Golden Age Volcair, land everybody on, and start well, retrofitting this thing. We need to tow it into a dock and get the other two ships jettisoned, but after that... We've got plenty of business to keep us busy, but yes, we probably will be spending some time on this Hulk for... The near we're future. told that you could salvage whatever they didn't want. Man, yep. <laughs> so, like, this ship? Is this ship okay? <laughs> we're going to salvage we're this taking, one. Look, we risked our lives not getting this station blown up. So, we're taking the <laughs> ship as payment. We're taking one-third of the salvage here. Mm -hmm. I feel like that's reasonable. But, yes, we do need to uh, go speak with Amelia, Ivan, and Darius and give them an update and that sort of thing. So, um uh... And that's going to take all of us? No, actually. Um... Well, if you're eager to get off the ship, uh, if, even if we're, we're all going to be departing shortly, hmm? I think, at least for the, the immediate future. Where are we going? Speak with Darius. Back to the Golanj Volkir to make sure everything's still ship-shape and seaworthy there. And, uh, yeah. Make sure so... we are also going to get paid for this. As well, to an extent. So departing the ship. Yes. Okay. Yes. Okay. Yes. 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 But we will be still on Gilgamesh for a good bit, probably. Do you have stuff you need to do here? Uh, no, no, something to do. Uh, if people are in need of, uh, Lower Till, and then speaking 
slightly lower than normal, but still allowed to be heard because Coltarn. If people are eager for shore leave, I don't think more than you and I and Xander would be needed to actually close the deal, maneuver the ships. Probably, yes. We can stay aboard this vessel if you wish to leave someone behind. We have no need for shore leave. Last time we left you even marginally alone, a whole bunch of demons showed up and murdered you. So I think we're not going to do that. Yeah, so yep. But I appreciate the offer. That was that was it was very self-sacrificing of you, just us. Your words are kind to Wayland Barrow Burns, but self-sacrifice loses some of its meaning when one must merely wait for the following dawn and one returns. Unless a hive of Nocturne Torchbees takes up residence in your armor. We have kept our senses open, and we have failed to detect any Torchbees save those that we brought with us. <laughs> I like the idea that Justus is now on alert. For, for any active hive of Nocturne Fucking Torch wild oh, Torchbees, oh, man. If we find, like, any sort of, like, small critter that makes a nest... <laughs> Justice is gonna lose their shit. Fucking possums, get out! Technically, Mistel is a small critter that makes a nest. Oh god, oh, man. Mistel nests inside the armor. Storyline when Justice is inhabiting Mistel. They have merged. Merged into one. It's more subletting, but you know. So. And uh, yeah, Till's gonna start getting everything rigged up and let uh, Kendall say goodbye to her dad if she needs to. Mm -hmm. uh, as Halaya uh, sort of looks around, well, it looks like my uh, specific uh, assistance is no longer needed. I should get back to mm -hmm. work. Tell me, uh, Anything else that I can assist with before I take off? No, I think I think that's pretty much it. Unless somebody else, uh, is there's anything else we need? Anyone? No, I think we're good. Thanks, Dad. All right. Well, I like. That. Do have a good time and try not to get into too much trouble. I, I'll try. We'll be fine. We'll be good. I like that for most warlocks, their patron coming around is like the the worst thing that can happen. You know, the reason why they don't want their patron to come around is because they don't want their soul to be devoured or something. Uh, Kendall doesn't want her patron coming around because he keeps forcing her into contracts. <laughs> <laughs> he keeps giving her chores. <laughs> yep. <sighs> Uh, well then, uh, in that case, I think anyone that do, anyone that wants to go spend time on Google Nest Station, you're, unless you would like to help us with the transferring process, free to take your leave, and we will be handling the rest. Mister will fly over to surprise. Do you want to go like? Explore stuff with me. 
because you and I haven't had an opportunity to bond. I was going to... How do you feel about celebrating? That sounds awesome. All right, let's go. It surprises going. And she, yes, yeah, she will. Can she sit on Surprise's shoulder? Yeah. Okay. I I wasn't sure what material Surprise is made up of. She might have to hold on a little bit because Surprise is significantly smaller than just us. Yeah. Ain't no bulky armor there, but Surprise is sittable. Okay, she, she'll call over to just us. I'm going with Surprise. You can come with us if you want. Um, just us, the um, sort of arrangement of lights moves that the armor doesn't um, to the others. Do you need additional assistance in securing the transfer of the ships? I think we'll be all right. They said they were good, and besides, you're banned from being alone. Come on, we're going to have a great time. And we will celebrate. Yeah. Yeah. We didn't get a party member killed. It's the best. Let's go party. Can't wait for Surprise to phase through a wall and Mistle just like kind of gets scraped off like a <laughs> horse going under a low branch, you know? I'm thinking of like just a bug hitting the windshield. Oh, yeah. A bug on the windshield works too. Yeah. yeah. Uh-huh. 100%. All right. Oh, before you leave, uh, just us. I'll yes. return the lamp. They take it, reattach it to their um, uh, uh, to their belt. Well, no, you had the, no, you had the lamp, and we need to return it to the necromancer. <laughs> yeah, they, they need to return it to Ivern. Yeah, just us. To be fair, that was a, a, a little bit confusing. We will yeah, make sure no one gets lost. Excellent. Be careful and let us know if you need any assistance. We'll be on comms if anything goes sideways. Let us know if uh, you need any assistance. It would seem at least one of your burdens has been lifted. Till waiting. Is Helias still here? Did he like bamf out? Mm. Yeah. After after being told that he was good, yeah, he sort of walked out uh, through a door and was never seen again. Okay. Oh, never. Great. <laughs> Goodbye. For the moment. Kindle's <laughs> connection. Never seen again until the next time he was seen. Kindle's right. connection. Basically. Kindle's connection to our patron winks out. And... <laughs> God damn it. Stops being a warlock. Whoops. I was going to say, this is the second time, the second campaign in which <laughs> the warlock has lost their patron. I mean, if the warlock doesn't lose their patron, if at least one warlock doesn't lose their patron in a campaign, is it really a D&D campaign? Yes, nobody lost their patron and everyone is warlocks, even though we never finished it. And I, nobody I, was going to. I lost my patron. I lost my patron. You lost your character. That doesn't count. My patron was wandering around the city. <laughs> we unleashed a nightwalker on on that city. <laughs> <laughs> were dead yeah so people are heading in a couple of different directions who's going where 
Surprise is on the way to the steediest, the diviest place they know. All right. I feel like Till and Coltarn and Co. are uh, talking to our contracts, telling them, yep. yo, we can lift the lockdown and also yeet these ships to space, and then uh, towing our new ship to a dock. <laughs> Yeah. I've been thinking of a name, Till. What do you feel about renaming the Frozen Fang the Akundala? Got a ring to it. It does. I don't know the language, but if you can get me a translation. I believe it's an Elvish. I believe it's an ancient Elvish word for point of the spear. I do like that. Yes. I like that a great amount, actually. <laughs> Okay, so let's make it more confusing to distinguish between our games. <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> this is the second time in a week I've suggested naming a spaceship a Kundalar. <laughs> it's always the right. go-to. Yeah, it's you... a good name. It's a really Yeah, that's good right. Name. You said Sunday you were going to suggest this again. <laughs> Yeah. So, um, we'll handle, uh, well, first off, uh, surprise, uh, you and Mistel and Just Us head to a bar that is just called Ur. Spell that. You are? are. Yeah. I love it. <laughs> I was hoping that was how it was spelled. <laughs> is it er or your? Like, is it? <laughs> no, it's oh, called Ur. You, you might recall this station is called Gilgamesh Station. Yeah. Right. Yeah. <laughs> In the land of Ur. Um. Ah, it's the Ur bar. So, have have the citizens of the station like? repopulated this area yet by the time you get there yes uh the the bar of ur is uh closer to the center of the of the of the space station and is absolutely the place you need to go if you are looking to get 100 percent smashed turnt high whatever the fuck you need to get fucked up all of them That's my next character, a tree person. Surprise has surprise very clearly has no intention of of having any judgment after this party. Yep. Uh it runs like I'm gonna say fifteen silver for a wide variety of Drugs, alcohol, etc. Unless you want something exotic, in which case it might cost some gold. What can ethereals actually get fucked up on? They're capable of eating and drinking, they just don't need to. Oh, okay. uh, so they can take drugs. But do they have internal organs? No, they just sort of incorporate the drug into their essence and it does the same thing, roughly. Oh, okay. They assimilate the drugs. They become a cloud of cocaine. 
They become a sentient cloud of cocaine. Oh, like the thing that directed the Star Wars Holiday Special. Yes. The prize does also offer to buy a round of whatever it is that Mistle and Justice want to partake of. You, you thought Cocaine Bear was bad and Miss. Cocaine Shark was terrifying. Wait until you meet Cocaine Cumulus. <laughs> That's my cyberpunk character. Bartender, a round of your finest space cocaine. Cocaine Cumulus casted and, and was heavily involved in the training of the actors for the Star Wars Holiday Special. <laughs> Outside of that, not directing. <laughs> that was a guy from Lucas uh, from Lucas who was fired after three days, and then they had to bring in someone else. No, um, there's just a fantastic Crack.com article where they where they say that the Holiday Special seems like it was directed by a sentient bag of cocaine. <laughs> I mean, you're not wrong. Here's, Why... the, here's the important question. Uh, which party did Kendall go to, with? Oh, I'm just waiting on that, because Kendall didn't go with either party. There yep. we go. Neat. Kendall went off somewhere else. One party was very specific about who was invited, and the other party is the work party. So, fuck all of you. Surprise didn't surprise didn't invite or not invite anybody. No, no. Not from surprise's mindset. But it was you can go and you can come or you can come and you can come. (gasps) Mistel didn't invite Kendall. No. Oh, this is nobody. Yep. Okay. Oh no, the consequences of my actions. Oh, she genuinely didn't. Okay. <laughs> didn't think. We will get to that later, I assume. Oh, oh yes. <laughs> anyway, so. Mister will ask um, a surprise or tell her that she would like the alcohol. Yeah, I would like the alcohol, please. Yeah, she still doesn't know what individual drinks are called. She she just says, "I would like the alcohol." In response, surprise will get you a whiskey. Okay. That's fair. <laughs> Pure like ever clear. <laughs> important question in a full sized glass or a mistle sized glass. Oh, a full sized glass. <laughs> well, which is which is mistle sized. It's just the size of mistle. <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right. She's drinking it oh, like no. a dog. Do, do we remember any other ethereals drinking or getting drunk? It's a thing that ethereals can do. Um, yeah, I mean, I, yeah, but do we remember that happening? What is, you, what may have, you, may have, you may be what able is, to dig up like a lone memory of it happening once in a while. Right. Is, is there something that, that, that uh, ethereals would look down on if Surprise knew any ethereal? I mean, as a culture, ethereals are very... Um, They're they're not like overly cautious, but they are very much a we know the dangers of things, and you probably shouldn't be digging too greedily into. They're the people who counsel against digging too greedily into deep. Uh, so or some of them are anyway. Yeah. Um, so they might look down on it, especially if it happens a lot. Um, but also, they're not the kind of people that generally are going to be like. 
I mean, those are like, well, you're not hurting anyone, and you as an ethereal literally cannot hurt yourself with those, so... At least not physically. Um, I, 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 I like to imagine that every planet has one ethereal on it that has just been marinating in absinthe for the past thousand years. <laughs> <laughs> just non... Just like inside the armor, just... Constantly. <laughs> I slosh when I walk. <laughs> Literally slosh. I slosh, therefore I am. <laughs> when when uh, Surprise is getting drinks and <laughs> Mistle has ordered an alcohol, Justice says, we do not wish to imbibe. Not anything? No. Surprise aptly named when we were becoming ourselves we made a statement you may recall comparing you to others of our kind we're gonna go here again we are going to revisit and simply say to you that in that moment the part of us that was bees was confused the part of us that is now ourselves was still becoming. And so most of our recollection was the haze and fog and disconnected recollections that were Zarathrax. As we have recalled more about Zarathrax and as we, we have become ourselves, we realized the part of ourselves that was bees likely would not have cared much for Zarathrax. Zarathrax was not perhaps what many who have other standards and other priorities would call nice. And we also recall a conversation that you had with a part of us that is bees regarding, we believe the phrase, learning how to people. I think this is a lot of introspection for a party. We don't believe we have been too many parties. Well, then let me teach you how. Choose something to order. We will also have an alcohol. <laughs> the oh, no! The corruption of just us begins! <laughs> um, we would simply say that As we become ourselves, we realize that perhaps we as a people, as ethereals, do not individually have anyone to teach us how to people. And perhaps, and if, if they're delivered a glass, they will hold up the glass and say, perhaps beginning with this, we can agree that we will each learn to people in our own way together. We do not expect your forgiveness for our prior comments, but we would apologize. You can get down with that. They hold up the glass. Justice is dancing on a table. Well, that's what I was getting to. They hold up the glass and then just set it down on the table and sit back like ramrod straight in the chair. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking hall monitor energy. Hey, we had a drink. Grammatically, that is accurate. Yep. Yep. 
Yeah. Meanwhile, Mistel's entire head is in the cup. It's just like her legs kicking. Yeah, Mistel just dunked her face into the. Yeah, it it looks like she's drowning, but in a good way. She's drinking, like upon closer inspection. I was half expecting about to get white girl wasted. I was gonna say I was expecting just us to go all Nick Frost on us and order two whiskeys and a tap water. <laughs> no, just is just sitting there. I think looking around and said, ah, yes, let the celebrations begin. And I'm going to use therm- thaumaturgy and to like start dropping just like a very plain like <laughs> oh my God. the most and white like, man of drum beats. Oh yeah, 100%. Uh, and like, and, and like as in, like, solar white. Um, uh, and and, and I, will, white dwarf I, I, will, of I will also cause harmless tremors in the ground for a minute. So it's, like, to the beat. So it's, like, a very small rave. <laughs> while, while I will add, sitting ramrod straight, straight back to the chair. If the prize is competent at anything, it's, get, it's uh, getting wrecked. So, um... This may be their biggest challenge yet, but I think they're well equipped. Um, Just Us will attempt to provide music and will also try to make sure that Mistel doesn't drown <laughs> and um, uh, uh, Surprise doesn't um, hurt anyone or injure themselves by, you know, falling off the station or things like that. <laughs> oh, Surprise couldn't hurt themselves by falling off the station. Falling through the station, however. <laughs> They're an ethereal. We good. The, I love Surprise the... has definitely fallen through the station before. I I love the I love the like perpetual DD that is just us. Uh look, I feel like the Irish standard applies to D-D to surprise come. an irishman is never drunk so long as he can hang on to a single blade of grass and not fall off the face of the earth <laughs> fair yes this is this is how surprise drink excellent i was fully expecting for um for like surprise for not surprise for uh for just us to start drinking and we end up with the Gimli and Legolas scene from, I think, uh, <laughs> The Two Towers. Right. I was uh, expecting that, too. I think, it's, I think it's affecting me. <laughs> Can't hold the liquor. Uh, so where'd Kendall go? So, yeah. Uh, well, that's, right, while that's happening, the other crew will get to Kendall last. Oh boy, not menacing at all. Uh, the other crew, <laughs> yeah. uh, the NPCs, uh, Coltarn and Till, uh, all make their way back across the gantry to meet up with the contacts. Well, we think we've thoroughly analyzed the frozen fang points. Is pretty much cleaned out. And the reactor there was sort of the crux or nexus of most of the problems. Uh, once we gambited that, then uh, the other two 
and by evaluation, seem to have lost the controlling enchantments or energies that were affecting the creatures with it. The Starks ah. are still present, and there are monsters on the third ship as well, but they are no longer being directed. They are ambient threats. The Starks, however, are probably hopped up on an uh, entire necro-drive uh, that they likely ate. So that one might be best just kind of pick a nearby red giant and sort of just shunt it in there. But I'll leave that up to you. I feel yes. like there's a very quick cut back to the Ur at that point. We're surprised like, and this next... I race, told you to blow it up! Right. The, uh, the... So Ivern sort of... Yes, we'll have to dispose of the ship's likely send them hurtling to different suns so they don't combine into anything too dangerous. <sighs> Knowing Wait. everything that we know about this. Looks like it was a trap set by Nyx. <laughs> yes, that scans with everything that we know. Any... Ivern sort of looks over at Amelia. I think this trap was likely several layers deep. I think if it wasn't going to cause significant damage, it was at least going to tie us up from our duties for long enough. Amelia sort of nods, looks back at Ivor, and looks over at Darius. Yeah, you're usually not in one place for like, this long. That could be a problem. There Darius. was a bit of a record sort of are you the girl in question in the phrase girl and her companions? Uh, uh, there? Ekmera, or, fuck. Amelia. Amelia. <laughs> Ekmera in disguise, Amelia. <laughs> They're similar names, and I've been reading every all of my, da- all of my data. Uh, you can Amelia, lie uh, you can't lie to will lie to you all I fucking feel like. <laughs> Can't lie to Ekmera. Uh, but Emilia, um, I might be, but I doubt it. Uh, if I'm any good at predicting things, I suspect that the trap was to keep us held here, but the girl in question is someone else. Well... Right. We've disarmed the trap, and if you don't mind, I say pointing at the frozen fang, we'll be towing that along with us. And you are entitled to your salvage, also to your pay, Ivern says, or Emilia says, and then Ivern nods and pulls out a cred stick, hands it over. Your guild agree, your guild approved rate, 30,000 gold credits. Excellent. Put that in the bank. <laughs> <laughs> oh, look. Our party fund has gone up from 15 credits to 30,015 credits. Ah, the things that I can make. <laughs> All right. We need to get these ships out of danger and find out what havoc Nyx has wreaked while we've been gone. Darius, can I trust you with the... Uh... Demolition. There is not. <laughs> yeah, I think I'll get these handled. 
Very well. It's Amelia, right. it's been wonderful seeing you. We should be going. Amelia nods. Good luck, Ivern, and do keep me informed. Um, we're going to go get our ship and tow that one. You can destroy the others when we're done with that, just to avoid collateral. Oh, don't worry, your ship will be fine. So I don't mean to put you out too much, Junkrat, but do you mind blowing something up for us? Emilia, <laughs> <laughs> uh, Ivern, both exchange uh, pleasantries with each other and head off in different directions, both of which teleporting out in various forms. To the Golnash, to the Fang, yep. to the Ship Doctor <laughs> Refit. <laughs> While the group of you return to the Golnage to bring it in and grab the Frozen Fang, what is uh, Kendall up to? So Kendall, at some point, has ended up at... So... Uh, uh, surprise and and, and Justice and, and, and Mistel are at the diviest b- uh, bar on the station. What is the second diviest bar? No, no. <laughs> Other um, end of the bell curve? Like, give me two options. The, yes, the highest end in this age, like a club or something like that, and the gothiest. Ooh. Highest end and the gothiest. Okay. Yes. Because I feel like she's going to start at the one and go to the other. Uh, so the highest end uh, is called the Immortal Afterlife. Okay. Uh and it is a basically it, it it is a variously divinitively themed uh bar that uh is said to be blessed by the goddess of harvest Ekmera. Uh-huh. uh part of why this was in my brain um uh cuz Ekmera is not only the go- goddess of harvest she is also the goddess of beer and uh, grain 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 <laughs> Hop screen. Uh, <laughs> uh, and uh, the uh, the gothiest is actually adjacent to it uh, because Perfect. being so because a shared door. here's a here's here's a here's a here's a bit of divine information that you get to know. It's the it's the war one. No, it's actually uh, so the. Uh, so, Ekmera and the god of death, Ingmar, yeah, yeah. are known to be in are known to be loves. Uh, the The goddess of life creates all the beautiful things in the world and sends them on to the god of death, who keeps them forever. Uh, it is their poetry, and the two gods are considered to be paired in that they are canonically in their divine relationship lovers. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so, the immortal afterlife is directly adjacent to um uh the song of winter uh which is the gothest bar 
Okay. So how I see this going in my head <laughs> is Kendall goes to the immortal afterlife, spends a obscene amount of money there to buy drinks for people. She's gonna buy some friends. Okay. For a while until she gets wasted enough that she ends up wandering over to the Song of Winter. Probably ends up with a tattoo at some <laughs> point. Excellent, excellent. Um, And in the middle of this drunken revelry probably goes from spring to autumn. I That I, tracks. I love... That absolutely tracks. Till is no longer your bodyguard, and within the first 30 minutes, <laughs> you have gone on the bender to end all benders. I mean... Listen, it's been a rough 30 minutes. <laughs> what kind of tattoo do you get for yourself? Oh dear God! Um, would you like to ask someone else since you're too since you might have been too drunk to think about it? It's a, it's a goal with green flames to to honor your journey as a as a uh, necromantic princess. Hold on, I need to check something here. I. Uh, Let's 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 call it a wisdom save. Ha ha ha. Uh, <laughs> are any of the bees still with you? I don't know. Probably not. Honestly. Um. I I I think the the um. Okay. Okay. Do you still have ten? You don't still have ten hit points, do you? No. No, I do not. Okay. So. So. I think I did well enough on the wisdom save that she at least knows to get it in like like on the somewhere that's not obvious and up front. Like, right. like it it's is not like not right like on the forearm or something. Lower arm or shoulder. Lower thirds of right buck cheek. It is not a Cody's neck tattoo. <laughs> it's not a Mike Tyson face tattoo. But you but do you end up with a tramp stamp? It's like inner it, no 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 no. <laughs> It is like like inner ankle something like that. Mm -hmm. Um but I feel like it's also something that would be fairly sacrilegious and borderline offensive. Whatever that may be. And would that make a suggestion? That is the further I am going to leave it. Everybody Please. else can decide what it is. Jack. What about an avian with their wings torn off? Start there. I don't know because she's mad at Till. You don't think she's mad at Till? No. Oh, okay. No, she's smart enough to recognize he has no say in anything that's happening. And also, oh, okay. she thinks... She's still of the mindset that he's that he's going to be a help for her in in, in skirting this situation. What's Whether your... that's true or not, we'll find out. No, but okay. what what 
God does what what God does Kendall primarily follow, if any? Kendall is a Kendall is a, Kendall's father is an archfey. I don't believe she's particularly religious. Okay, so then... like it's just like I don't I don't tend to see warlocks as religious. Period. Because yeah, they have their faith. Right. I was gonna say we we cut the With line exception. on that one. Yeah, right. With exception. <laughs> in, in in that case, then like uh. I feel like honestly, the most sacrilegious thing that you could do would be to get a religious tattoo, like to get you're like, not wrong. a symbol of Ekmera on your ankle or something, like or, or like it's like a sexy mix. <laughs> you know, the we pirate have a queen winner. Is... We have a fucking winner right there. <laughs> right there. Absolutely. Yeah, the pirate like, queen. Like the pirate up. queen Nix is yeah. famous enough, and her image is publicly known enough that you know they're a tattoo parlor yeah. that will do a sexy Nix tattoo. Like, an, like a, a, a Nix pinup. A Nix pinup right there on yeah, the it's, ankle. It's, right. it's like like a World War Two bomber. Actually, I feel like, like it, bomber, I feel like it actually. I feel like it actually goes like goes from like mid calf down to ankle. Like this is the full. <laughs> I know that it can still be hidden with the proper yeah, boots. Absolutely, but, yeah, yeah. yeah. Right. But like, mm-hmm. it's definitely yeah. like a large tattoo, like larger than you were wanting to get. But <laughs> <laughs> because first of all, yeah, bitch is hot. Second right. of all, um, uh, she tried to set a real big trap. Game right, recognized game. Right. Um, yeah, yeah. Respect. <laughs> yeah. Like and, that... and also it's gonna piss a lot of people off. So yeah. oh, I yeah. mean, she killed Zarathrax. So. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yep. There we go. Yep. Nick's pin up and on the calf. Calf down the ankle. <laughs> yep. And wherever she, so she is definitely not coming back anytime in a matter of hours. Mm-hmm. If not, like full night until she eventually wakes up in whoever's apartment however many people's apartment don't, don't say it like that because then you're in pieces across multiple apartments <laughs> be fair but you know what I mean yeah. yes with a 13 insight I think after about 5 hours her calm will go off from tilt or calm that's been turned off. Can you put calm on voicemail? Oh, you could turn it off, probably. Just like... No, turning it off is bad because then the turning it off is bad because then they freak out and they start running. They start chasing, uh, running to find you. I know voicemail is not much better, but yeah, you can probably send means it to voicemail. Sl- yeah, voicemail means potentially asleep. <laughs> So yeah, it goes to just the default. I was about to say, have you sent your voicemail message at any point? No, absolutely not. Not a chance. All right, but does it ring through or is it just... It rings through. Okay, so it's not like two rings and then straight to voicemail. Okay. Nope. The communicator you're trying to reach, seven, four, nine, six, four, three is not available at this time. Please use your message after the beep. Beep! Kendall, I was wondering where you were at and wanted to check in. Uh, we're getting things together here, but 
if you need anything. Click. <laughs> it's cold time. It's like looking over, having having trouble uh, coping with the fact that you're not a bodyguard anymore. I land a ship better than I land communication, especially when it's one-sided. I was ha- I was expecting that sentence to end somewhere else. <laughs> I wasn't. <laughs> kind of wandered off, and then it was like, yeah, we're just going to leave it at that. Um, no, I... Uh... It's going to be some adjustment, but... Uh... Here. I'm sure it'll hold this sort power. itself out. Hold this power core. <laughs> <laughs> um, what are what are the mechanical effects that drunkenness has? Like, what do you take a negative disadvantage? In? You're basically poisoned. Yeah, yeah it, it's yeah, essentially poisoned. The poison disadvantage on ability checks and attacks and attack uh, rolls. Ability checks, attacks, and saving throws. I think not saves. Just uh-huh. just attacks and just attacks and ability checks. But 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 everything across the board, pretty much. Pretty much. All right. Um, I am going to um, um, <laughs> if if they will let me, I'm going to cast Cat's Grace on Mistle and Surprise as they get drunk. I don't want to stop them from getting drunk, but I want to make it so they don't stumble as much. So <laughs> I, I'm still going to need to get carried back. Oh yeah, for sure. Cat's grace just ups my tolerance, which means I can drink more. No, 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 no. I'm and that's how surprise react to it. Okay, yeah. Well, okay, that's that's fair. I, the whole thing is I'm not casting bear's endurance. I'm letting you get <laughs> drunk, but I'm casting cat's uh, grace so that you have the you, better coordination while drunk. Yeah, yeah, you're still making yeah but if I'm this coordinated, I must not be. I'm drunk clearly yet, not so. drunk yet. I'm gonna drink some more. <laughs> yeah. I just like I like the idea. Surprise of... also gets a tattoo, but for surprise, that's just casting prestidigitation and adding a patch to the right. outfit. I feel like by the end of the night, Mistel is flying like a moth does. Just the so Mistel is like sprawled out on the bar kind of looks like she's dead right now she's like laying on like a little cake as a pillow and she's like hugging some cakes and some bees slightly more round for all the alcohol that's been consumed (laughs) some more bees are knitting uh, in the process of knitting what they think of as a blanket but probably looks like a weird little funeral call that's (laughs) approaching from the bottom just cocooning. Just cocoon. Her. Yeah, you're just cocooning Mistel in. Yeah. <laughs> oh, uh, yeah. So, uh, that seems like Meanwhile, a fine place to end things. <laughs> as I was about to say. Uh, so, the group of you, uh, you now have a large amount of funds. Uh, you will probably need to spend about uh one sec there is a ship cost table are we using the uh dark matter shipbuilding rules and stuff uh specifically generally but in this specific case um you are going to be spending like you have what is the equivalent of an explorer uh explorer light cruiser uh okay. But it is—it's Fenrisian, so you will be swapping out the um, 
the uh, one of the passive traits. Do you want to? Uh, but it will cost you about. Uh, it's mostly intact, but to fully get it functional again, you're going to need about uh, five thousand credits, five thousand gold worth of repairs, uh, out of your thirty thousand. Uh, okay. And you will also need a crew because while it only has so many like mechanical positions, it also requires a significant amount of crew just to keep the thing moving. We will also have okay. some out of cost in restocking the sabers. <laughs> you will, you will, you will need at least a bridge crew of ten. Okay. Also, you could re- you could get new sabers. Or you could get other things, like an Ashigaru frame, if you wanted. Uh-huh, 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 uh-huh. We'll work on can that. We... I, I, wonder, I wonder if we can also repurpose the Kolnash Malak. Given that, that it was it was designed for bees, but the way that uh, Just Us works, uh, probably not as oh, useful. Yeah, no, I mean, I can. It, it shouldn't take much to retool it so that Just Us can, can utilize it. Oh, no, no. I, no, I mean, I mean, oh, I the cat. I don't know that Justice is going to pilot. We can we can maybe put Mistle in there. I mean, it probably works for small people. Uh, Mistle... m- mechanically, just uh, mechanically, Justice can still pilot it. Um, as far as Mistle, it would Mistle wouldn't work because it. I would have to significantly retool it for Mistle to pilot it. Um, no, I, I'm just I'm wondering. That's that's a discussion we can have. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, we can talk about that later. Ooh. Yeah, Very with right. that, uh, with that in mind, and potential options going down the line a, available to you, uh, that is where we'll go ahead and end for the week. All right, say goodbye, everybody. Bye. Bye. Goodbye. Goodbye.